What is happening, everybody? This is Ryan here for the Scale Up Show. Super excited about this episode. I've never done anything like this before, but effectively, I am going to have AI and a world-class negotiator as a guest all in one. And this is going to be live. It's going to be something completely different that I've never done. So uh, hope you stay with me on this journey. It's going to be interesting. So check it out. How do you grow like a VC-backed company without taking on investors? Do you want to create a lifestyle business, a performance business, or an empire? How do you scale to an exit without losing your freedom? Those are the questions, and this show is the answer. This episode, though, is sponsored by Superhuman Revenue, which is my newsletter that I put out every week, effectively sharing cheat codes, tips, and tools with the latest and greatest in AI and how it's creating life-changing results. So check it out. It will be in the show notes and I hope to see you in there. All right. So today's episode is going to be totally unique. We are going to use an AI version of Chris Voss. So for those of you that don't know Chris Voss, I saw him at the go-to-market event and he's a world-class FBI, previous FBI negotiator, teaches everywhere from sales teams to business professionals how to negotiate and use the tips and tactics that he leveraged to get people to uh, identify in, through interrogations and disclose information, but also persuade them in a positive way. And so one of the things that I'm going to do is I'm going to combine a new feature from ChatGPT, which as you can see here, if you're watching this on YouTube, uh, this is the ChatGPT voice feature. And so effectively, if you if you hop on the mobile app, which is free, uh, click on, there'll be a, a little icon at the bottom with a headphone. You click on that and then you could talk to ChatGPT. You could assign it a voice. So there's different voices. It could be men, it could be women. There's there's a wide range. And I think I would be surprised if they eventually have upgrades where you pay for celebrities and other things. Um, but anyways, I wanted to share this with you and we're going to go through this live in real time so you can see how this works. It's probably not going to be perfect. I tested it out and it worked awesome when I was doing it one-on-one with myself. However, because of the equipment that I have with the microphone and possibly sound feedback, I'm hoping it goes perfect. But if not, at least you have a sense and understanding of how you can start to leverage this is literally an AI digital companion that you could talk to and then give you responses and feedback. Okay. This has only been out two weeks, which is why I wanted to share it with you. However, I think it could be game changing once it gets totally solved. So uh, watch and learn as we go through this. And then what I'll do is at the end, we'll go through kind of a quick simulation of how to use this. And then at the end, I'll give just kind of a, like a recap of what I thought went good, what I thought could be improved upon, and then we'll take it from there. Okay. So I'm going to start this right about, oh, hold on. Let me just get this detail ready. And we're going to go through uh, if Chris Voss AI and helping us overcome objections. Hi, I want you to act as Chris Voss, the world-class negotiator who wrote the book, Never Split the Difference. And I want you to help me overcome these objections that I bring to you. Objection number one is we don't have it in our budget. How would you solve that? Please use tips and tactics from the book and your teachings to help us overcome it. Ah, the classic, we don't have it in our budget objection. First off, don't let it rattle you. Keep your cool. Chris Voss would advise you to use tactical empathy. Get into their head. Um, try saying something like, it sounds like you're under a lot of financial pressure right now. Once you've acknowledged their situation, try to ask open-ended questions that can't be answered with a yes or no. These are known as calibrated questions in Voss's terminology. Uh, ask something like, how can we make this more affordable for you without compromising the value? What you're doing here is engaging them 
forcing them to think and come up with solutions. Often, this approach will yield insights into alternative funding or approval pathways you hadn't considered. Um, if they're still stuck, hit them with the mirroring technique to dig deeper. Simply repeat the last couple of words they said with an upward inflection, like compromising the value. This provokes them to elaborate further on their constraints. Remember, the goal isn't just to overcome the objection, but to guide them towards a mutual solution that's a win-win. And let's face it, you're not in this to push, you're in this to partner. Making them solve their own objection bonds them to the deal and moves you closer to a successful close. Let's make it happen. What's the next objection you have in mind? Uh, thank you for your help, AI Chris Voss. The next suggestion I have is we don't have time. We're so busy to implement something new. Uh, the too busy objection, a classic one that often disguises other underlying concerns. Chris Voss would tell you to keep calm and lean into tactical empathy once more. Start by saying, it sounds like you're swamped and taking on another project feels overwhelming. Then pivot to a calibrated question that shifts the focus from being too busy to the implications of not taking action. Ask something like, what's the cost of not implementing this solution right now? This question subtly reframes their perspective, making them consider the long-term impact and how it could potentially make their lives easier down the road. Remember, the goal is to create a dialogue, not a debate. Finally, use the labeling technique to validate their concerns, but steer them towards your solution. Say, it seems like you're concerned that implementing now would disrupt your current workflow. What if we could guarantee a seamless integration with minimal disruption? Would that change things? So what you're doing is acknowledging their constraints, but also offering a path that could ease their fears and provide an appealing outcome. Keep them engaged and let them come to the realization that they can't afford not to move forward with your proposal. Now, what's next on your list of objections? Thank you, AI Chris Voss. This is number three, the last but not least, is my CFO is not on board uh, for this solution. Uh, the old CFO is not on board objection. Um, this one's a bit trickier because you're dealing with an invisible decision maker. But hey, this is where the fun begins, right? Chris Voss would recommend the accusation audit for this one. Essentially, lay out all the negatives they could be thinking about. Start with, it seems like you're on board, but you believe the CFO won't see the value. Is that correct? After you've disarmed them by acknowledging the obstacle, pivot to a calibrated question focused on the ROI or pain points that your solution addresses. Something like, what would make this a no-brainer for your CFO? Notice, you're not asking if you can make it a no-brainer, you're asking what would make it so. This shifts their mindset from obstacles to solutions. Now they're involved in problem solving with you. And let's throw in the mirroring technique for good measure. If they say something like, our CFO is very cautious, mirror it with very cautious. It encourages them to unpack what they mean, often leading to specific objections you can tackle. Closing the deal means getting everyone on board. When it comes to the CFO, it's all about the numbers. So let's find a way to make those numbers work in your favor. Uh, are you ready to tackle these objections and close that deal? Yes, awesome work, great job. All right, so I just stopped it and I'm looking at my phone, as you can see, if you're like, once again, if you're watching this on YouTube, the awesome thing about this is it writes all this down. So I have 
if I want to go back and look at it, let's say I'm driving, let's say I'm, I'm walking down the street or I'm doing something else, it's effectively going to be recorded in there as a chat. So even though you're verbally doing it on your phone, you can access it on your phone or your desktop. Okay, so real quick debrief on what just happened in how we went through this. I thought that was pretty freaking cool, right? Like I've I've never tried that in written form essentially, but effectively that was negotiation coaching from one of the best in the world. And effectively all I had to do is pick up my phone and start talking to it. Uh, now granted, if there was that one hiccup in the middle where it said the systems were overloaded, but like literally this has only been released two weeks ago, okay? So things like that are gonna happen. And as you know, I didn't just, I didn't miss a beat. I'm just like, okay, I try again, right? So sometimes that's going to happen when when leveraging this tool where you're not going to be able to use it right up front. And you're going to have a hiccup or something like that. What I would encourage you to do is not get discouraged because the benefits massively outweigh any hiccups. But that was very, very minor. I didn't do anything special on my phone. It had some context on who I serve. But the thing that was really interesting is, did you notice how it had human-like tendencies where it said, um? Like he was giving responses or it was giving responses. I said he. It was giving responses and it, it's like, um, you know, this and that, right? And it was very conversational. So, I mean, I would say on a scale of one through 10, I'd probably give it like an eight and a half or a nine. I thought that was exceptional, especially for only being out a few weeks. Uh, and this is just one of many use cases that I'm going to identify and use and share with you. But like, it was so funny this morning. I was just like, uh, I'm like, uh. Like, I'm like, I really want to do something about voice. And I'm like, this, this could be fun. I'm like, I'm like, why don't I have like AI Chris Voss be my guest, right? Which I'm sure I'll have the real Chris Voss be a guest someday, or maybe we'll hear this and we'll not want to be on the show. I don't know. But anyways, I thought this was like kind of hysterical, kind of mind blowing, kind of unique at the same time where I literally had an AI version of someone be my guest on the show. And so I wanted to walk this through with you. Uh, Let me know what you think about it. Like, Drop it in the review. Would love it if you could share this with other people that you would find interesting. I'm doing this for free. I'm self-sponsoring it. And so like my ask of you would be like, if you enjoy this episode, please share it with someone else. Give me a rating and review or something like that if you could, because that's the best way other people are going to learn. And this knowledge is going to get out there and help us as we all go through this time together. So really appreciate you joining me today. More to come. I love doing these solo episodes, so I'm going to keep them rolling and uh, let me know what you think. But look forward to seeing you on the next episode. Thank you for checking out The Scale Up Show. My mission in life is to help founders and revenue leaders avoid all the pain and suffering in revenue growth so they can flip it and create a life of their own design. So if you enjoyed this show, please like, review, share it on social, and more importantly, just share it with a friend. Share it with someone that you think could learn and benefit from what you heard on today. But the more we get the message out, the more people we could help, the bigger the impact we make, and the bigger the community gets, which helps everybody. So once again, thank you for being a loyal listener. I appreciate you and look forward to seeing you on the next episode.